This is the Reading Aloud Podcast. I'm Marisol Collette. And I'm Adam Collette. And you love us because we love you. We sure do. And let's get to today's conversation. (laughs) Why do you think, well, first of all, I'm never prepared for these conversations. We're talking about sex, so I'm glad I'm putting you on the spot. Favorite topic. Excellent. First, uh, why do you think parents talk about being sick all the time? Like the kid thing. Why do, why do we think that people talk about that all the time? Because when we didn't have kids, we weren't sick all the time. And why does that matter? It's a massive change in your life. But isn't being it, sick all the time. Isn't it amazing to be operating as a parent at half-mast constantly? Yeah. The lifeblood gets drained from you. It's that I had a friend last night at dinner say that she was really hesitant to put her kid in full-time daycare because she's like, all my friends just talk about being sick all the time. She's like, it's lovely. I'm not. The alternative is like a very, very part-time nanny and then stay-at-home parent. And I had this thought of like, because I hate it. I hate it too. And I joke about it, talk about it. But they need those germs. And then they're going to get them in kinder if they don't get them now. It's really for a couple months of the year, December, January, February, you know, a couple of years of their life. And then it's done. And it's just a part of it. There's always costs to everything. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't feel like we I know people are being sarcastic, but I don't feel like we've paid money to keep our kid home sick. You know, the joke about you pay for daycare, but really, you're just paying to be sick. Yeah, it's a real thing for sure. And at the same time, it's totally manageable. It is totally manageable. You know, now if you have like three kids during COVID, that was a whole different thing that was seriously unmanageable. For our situation, one kid in daycare, you know, we're sick maybe once a month at least, you know, maybe twice a month. You're sick seven or eight times a month. (laughs) And you're sick once a year. Once a year. I kicked it though pretty fast. I I kicked it pretty fast. Yeah. Was it the zinc or was it the willpower? It was the zinc power, really. It was the zinc power. Okay. So we're going to talk about our sex goal. Mission accomplished. We did it. That's right. Both of those were innuendos, right? Sure. So in the sex goal conversation, no, all we, everything we say is an innuendo. Do you recognize mine or not? We did it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> do you recognize yours or not? Yeah, I mean, yours was a little more direct. Mission accomplished, you know. It's a... Missionary style. Oh, got it. I didn't go that far. Am I, is it good or not good? It's good. Is it's it good. good? It's good, yeah. Do I get the dad joke? Uh, of the year, of, of the year. So approval. far in 2024, I haven't heard a better one. we did it we did it but our goal was 99 which was our stretch goal which we talked about and we did it 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 was new year's eve oh yeah took us to new year's eve well we had a debate because there was one that didn't quite work but we were like we could count that if we needed to remember what happened do we need to get explicit we don't need to get explicit again my parents listen yeah i'd get it briefly came up around Christmas time, oh. and I was like, ooh, so I don't want to <laughs> broach that subject right now. I can't talk about it yeah. in real life. Yeah. You can listen. Anybody want another cookie? Yeah. <laughs> cookie. Jeez, I told you <laughs> everything in these. You want my cookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, it was. So I don't even remember what happened, but I was like, if we can't pull it together. If we can't pull it together for these last two, we'll count, count that it. one. Yeah, or something. We can't pull it together. But we did. And it was perfect. So it was, you know, 99 and a half. 
and it was great. I had COVID. What was the and most? You never got, oh, you had and COVID. And you never got COVID, so I was masked. <laughs> <laughs> but that we is had correct. to do it. We had to do it. Yeah. It really pushed the boundaries there. You were masked. We had like a glass box no, with face. a shield. Face shield. <laughs> it was pretty no, much. No face shield, but that would have been funny. It was pretty much like that. It was awesome. And I will say that it was so special. Yeah. You know, it was emotional for a lot of reasons. Also, we stayed up till midnight. We haven't done that. Four years? You say four. I say like seven. No. I don't think we've stayed up in a long time because we've ended up in weird situations where we're not actually in a place to party or with friends in a while. Six years, maybe five years. But we did, Mm -hmm. which was awesome because we were all alone because I had COVID and we were supposed to be with friends having a big fun slumber party. That's right. But instead we were alone and it's always so special with you. It's always so special. But it was emotional, and I think it was emotional because our relationship really was changed by this sex goal. Yeah. How? What are your, like, we haven't thought of this, but, like, what were your kind of, like, top one to three, like, ways in which our relationship changed? We can go back and forth, too, if you want. Yeah. How to show up in closeness when there's resistance. We're not in that really magical, sweet place where everything's working out and communication's great. Yeah. That definitely rings true. I think for me, it was also an ability to come back to what's important. It was an ability to come back to what's important. Come. Back. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Don't feed them to me. <laughs> feed them to me. <laughs> You're like Michael Scott in that. Oh, we had this conversation last time. Here we have come, you comparing you to Michael Scott again. We'll talk about that on um, another podcast. That's what it was. Yeah. There was more learning around the like times when it was difficult in our relationship and how we reconnected through that rather than how much quote unquote like better it made us. And I mean, it did make us a stronger relationship, but you know, it was an interesting up and down year for us, which we've talked about. And you know, the, the, the sex goal that we had that that was something that was like it was very connective for us through the time and it through the whole year and it allowed us to consistently come back to that and remember oh right like and not just because of the sex but it's like that act reminded like this is why we love each other this is our our true selves with each other you know you're kind of again you're like you're bare naked. You're stripped down of all of your other things. You're stripped down. I mean, literally and figuratively, like, you know, you're figuratively of your emotions, of your, of your thoughts, of your ego, of everything comes down. And then, you know, you know, and, and that was that constant reminder. Right. It's really important. It's a raw, vulnerable place. It's intimate. And it basically forces you to reconnect. Exactly. The other way that it strengthened our relationships is the the expectations piece. You know, I'm so tied to personal goals that early on I learned that this was a big goal. And so there was going to be moments of what I would have previously considered failure. Like there was one month where we clocked two. And that was on the same day. So we got one day in an entire <laughs> month. And, you know, it was like, oh, my gosh, is this going to work? Are we doomed? Because it was right in the center of the year and we were just in a bad place. And so it was like I had to let go of the expectation and let go of the expectation of what it would look like, that we would get whatever the equation, 
three a month. You know what I mean? Like it just a week. Uh, sorry, a week, a week, of course. Yeah. So, it, you know, is this letting go of the expectations? You know, I can look back and use it as a, you know, people use things seasonally, like the season of this or when the first year of your kid's life and things like that. And I, I look back and I can see it as a thread throughout and there were ups and downs and it was never perfect and it was awesome. And so mm-hmm. I really learned, I, maybe that's just for me, mm-hmm. but you have always had such a way of teaching me to let go of the expectation. You even said it before the end of the year. I was like, what if we don't make it? And you're like, no matter Who what. Who cares? Yeah. We learned so much. My mind kind of twisted. They never came to full understanding <laughs> of that. We could go off on that. But yeah, no, I I hear you. I hear you. I mean, it was it was really, it was special in that way. I can say also for me on a personal level, like, it was in some way, you know, part of a journey I went through last year in being able to trust myself to consistently stay committed. It's a little bit of flip of what you're talking about, but like something to like just stay committed to something over a long period and not let it f- slip through my fingers, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, slip through the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you just like please consistently do this for the rest, the rest of, of yeah. the podcast just, forever. Just all, just the rest of our lives. Every time, yeah, I'll be like, "Can I get a latte and extra cream?" And you're just gonna look at me and go, "Extra cream." <laughs> I think there are people out there who do do that. Do yeah. do. <laughs> Doo-doo. Wow. You're going, <laughs> doo-doo now. Wow. That's not, that was not a part of that our sex not, not a part of the goal. No. Uh, yeah. I just and, stay, and staying consistent. Yeah. yeah right. It's a big one. You know, and I, I appreciate that because while you are way more consistent and in, and have way more endurance for like practicing things over a long period of time, such as your swimming goal and running and just those kinds of things, you have also gotten really excited about things and then let them go. And as somebody who is very rigid and hard on herself about keeping, uh, keeping the goals that I set, I hear you and I can really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And that's a good way in which we we balance each other out in that, you know, and we have unique aspects of different like, I mean, I think there's a lesson here too, around like a collective, you know, a, a collective goal as a couple, and how we approach goals differently. Yeah, this and, is a lesson about goals, not about having lots of great sex. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's about it's, having lots of great sex. It's about folks. having lots of great sex, and it's about, you know, it, well, you're right. It's just about that. But, like, I also saw that when we set intentions for this new year, I feel like we had grown and gained in our ability to set collective goals with each other. You think so? Totally. Oh, interesting. Because, because we set this one that, and it's not just a goal like, it was something that we carried through the entire year and it was it, it was always present. It was always present because, you know, two plus times a week you gotta be like in our busy yeah, lives. You like, can't you, forget about you it. You can't forget about it. And then you get farther behind, then it becomes three or four times a week and you're like, Then you can't the Lord. Do, then yeah. you, you can't live like that. And you can't live like that. <laughs> Who lives like that? Those crazy, those crazy people in their honeymoon phase. Yes, those are the people. Those are the people that live like that. Who knows? 
who knows? I don't know any of those people. Listen, <laughs> we, I think you're right. That was really great. Is it was a goal because we have set lots of goals, but that was probably the one that occurred to us most often. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great A lot point. of goals we like, we put into place, like a lot of our financial goals we like put into place and then we like, we'll check in, but they're kind of like automated systems in a way. We're like, okay, we're going to start doing this this year. And then it just kind of like plugs and chugs kind of thing. But uh, oh, the old plug and chug got it. I missed that one completely. Yeah, you were like into it. You're like, yeah, 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 plugs and chugs. But this one, yeah, there was it was a consistency to it. The last thing I will say that we learned is just how to have great sex. Yeah, you had to get creative. You had to be experimental. It was fun. Figured out more of likes and dislikes. Push boundaries. Yep, yep, exactly. Made more intentions, did all sorts of stuff. Yep. Paying attention to our bodies and what it really needed and wanted. That was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. With the frequency, it required that. You know, you, you required to like get a little bit more creative because it got like there there became some monotony to it. Like if you were if you're only having sex, you know, and we can just talk in a year, if you're only, you know, having sex a, a lower number throughout the year, which is fine and may work for people, like you pretty much return to the greatest hits, right? When you're just doing that because you know like this feels amazing. This is I what love works. how you said which is fine and great for people. We have been that people. You're like, well, you're I'm, just, like, I'm not wanting to like, like for certain relationships, for they might, you know, there just might be different. And I'm not, I you guess. You mean the I, greatest hits. Yeah, totally. Well, Got I mean the, the amount of sex that they're having. I know you say having, it yeah. like now we're like real sexers. <laughs> 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 we were very clear that we were not able to set that goal again for <laughs> as long as we live. I'm not trying to compare it to us. I was just trying to be aware of certain relationships. You're like, my- <laughs> it's okay. It is okay if you can't do 99 times. It's okay. If you can't do 1,000 times, you'll make it. You'll make It's okay. It's not for everybody. <laughs> Listen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm listening. Yes, you're right. Right. And we were at the greatest hits. And this was all because of having a baby, I think. Or just, you know, we're about to hit the 10-year mark of knowing each other. So whatever yeah. it was, it's so fun. It was so fun. It was way more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. It just was great. And maybe way more meaningful even than I yeah. thought it would be. Yeah. One thing, it, it translated out into our lives mm-hmm. more than I expected, mm-hmm. you know. And there isn't necessarily a specific example of that. Uh, it was just, you know, our our interactions, our relations with each other, our conversations were just more connective because of the amount of sex we were having. It's incredible. It's incredible. You know, this podcast could have gone one of two ways. We could have just giggled and joked about being good sexers or we it's like we're kind of doing like a data analysis recap thing. It's very serious. Yeah. It's very much like, yes, we did this because because we wanted to improve. This study was brought right. to you by Who's Pew brought- Charitable Trust. Yeah, exactly. Funded this study. Yeah. Yeah. The Catherine D and C Foundation. <laughs> <Now we're>, yeah. <laughs> Catherine D and Michael T. MacArthur something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. NPR. Yeah, uh-huh. NPR. They also sponsor us. Sponsor our podcast. <laughs> I wonder if we could get in trouble for saying that. Um, I guess if we repeated it in a non-sarcastic way. Who else? No one funds our podcast. Who, who else funds our podcast? No one. 
Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs from Beyond the Fold? Yeah, he's still good. he still has things living oh, on. Steve's, yeah, yeah. Who else? I don't know where we are going with this conversation. Oh, just funny. Oh, okay. I was just trying to be funny. Who else do we want to pretend sponsors? Oh, are? pretend sponsors? No. Maybe Esther Perel. Last night at dinner, a friend said she was like, oh, I meant to tell you. Because she's also in the first year of postpartum. And they were like, can we count on one hand how many times we had sex? Like, whatever, this year. And then they were like, you know what? We're going to do it again before the end of the year. We're going to have sex at least once before the end of the year. And they also had sex on New Year's Eve. And they were so excited. And so, and they were like, we knew you'd be proud of us. And isn't that awesome that that's what we inspired? That's awesome. That's the spirit of it right there. I'm glad you shared that story because that's what I was trying to get at at the amount of times. It was like being proud of it and not feeling like, oh, we should be. So like not as ashamed and like, but also the joy in being able, because it's like when you're in a longer term relationship, there is some sort of goal setting and like pushing that you have to do. Yeah, that's you know, true. and that's okay. And I think that there's like a lot of shame about that. If we have to set a goal or we have to like plan, I don't know. There's spontaneous like spontaneous and energized, yeah, and energized and always in that passion. And yeah, all of that. yeah. And then yeah, there's just shame or guilt around you know having to do that. But there's not. And the fact that they set a little goal, it was before New Year's. They did on New Year's, and we're so happy about it. That is the spirit of the sex goal. Goal that embodies everything that I love about it. Embodies. Meow, 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 meow. I love you. I love you too. Wait, is that it? Well, we set another goal. That's right. So the same thing's happening to me right now that happened to me at the end of the year, which is a little bit of anxiety came up around it ending. I don't know if I finished this thought, but it was so emotional. I cried. And we were just like, it just was so amazing to meet the goal. It was just amazing for all the reasons we said. But I was starting to have some anticip- anticipation before the end and, I, and because I knew that it was unsustainable to do it again. If you try to set the same goal every year, then it now becomes monotony. And if you try to raise the goal, now that would be unsustainable for me. I was like, oh my gosh, it's over. And we're, you know, what if we go back to what it was? Like, it's, it's easy to say no. And we've said no more times this year than we would have last year. And we were doing our vision boarding and you, you were like, you know what's coming to mind? Because I wrote sex on there, just like a reminder to have it at all. <laughs> and you were like, you know what? I have what number is coming to mind? And I was so excited to hear that you had a number. I had a number. And what was it? 73. It's a great number. It just felt right because that's about 20, that's, you know, that's 26 less. That's about a quarter less, which is, feels so much more manageable, but it's still a high number. Yeah. It's the above the, the national average and I loved it. It's great. It's great. It's great. I'm excited. You're great. You're great. Love you. Love you. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.